recording this is really not easy. In fact, it's the complete opposite. My dog is currently, you guys, literally licking tears off my face like an angel. Seriously. But it's not easy because this episode is going to be titled something like healthy but moving on. And the reason that I am calling this episode that is because today I wanted to just open up to you guys and share a little bit of thought on the transitional phases of life and moving on from something that we used to have. And I'm like so emotional. Basically, you guys, I... I'm moving. I'm moving cities and like, yes, I know it's not, you're probably expecting me to be like, basically guys, like someone died. (laughs) Thankfully, no. But I think I feel like a little bit of a part of me dying or coming to a close just because I'm leaving somewhere I've lived for like five years. And it's really hard because, because I really feel like I grew up into who I am in Miami and if you are new to the podcast, wow, I typically don't start my episodes crying, but I love to keep things very real here and just show you guys like I am a human. I also go through stuff and for me, it's like moving has always been really hard for me. As a kid, my family moved around a lot. I was born in Midland, Texas. I moved to Calgary when I was two, Calgary, Canada. And then I actually moved back to Houston and then to Pittsburgh and then to Miami. And it's just a lot of a lot of moving in my life. I moved schools like three high schools in three years and graduated early, went to college when I was 17. And yeah, I, I don't really talk about that aspect of my life but for me moving has always been very very negative um when I moved to Canada obviously I was two I like didn't know what was happening but when I moved from Calgary to Texas like I grew up in Canada and Canada was one of the best places for me to ever have lived I fell in love with movement I was super outdoorsy as a kid I did a lot of things with my dad as a kid I started figure skating in Canada and honestly like it was one of those places where I had my childhood and moving to Houston was really really hard on me and to my, my whole family And I remember it was a really emotional time and I ended up living in Houston for like six years. I went through middle school there. I went through part of high school and I remember moving from Houston to to Pittsburgh was the hardest move of my life. And it's so interesting to me because every single time I move somewhere, I'm like extremely upset about it. And then I get there and it ends up not being the worst thing ever. It ends up being amazing. And it's like a new chapter for me. Moving to Pittsburgh though, wasn't amazing. That's a whole other story, but I ended up living there one year, then graduating early, moving to Miami for college. But anyway, as someone who has a lot of experience moving and a lot of transitional phases of life, it's like that uncomfortable moment where you're packing up your stuff, you're getting ready to leave and you feel like you are kind of like, just flow like you're not flowing through life you're almost just floating through life you feel like you can't really ground yourself anywhere it's kind of like you don't want to make any new friends you don't really want to start anything new because you know you're leaving soon and I've felt like this in this transitional phase for actually six months of my life now and we'll get a little bit more into that but 
basically when I was in Miami, I went to college in Miami, went to University of Miami. I absolutely had a very rocky relationship with the city. I was about to say I loved it, but I was like, no, that's not really true. I did love Miami and we have an and very, very interesting relationship. It's very up and down. So when I got to school, I absolutely loved it. I felt like I was in the best place ever, paradise. But then pretty soon after I started to realize the reality hit me and all of my problems that were in Pittsburgh came to me in Miami. And I started struggling with a lot of things like body comparison, comparing myself to basically if you guys already know this, when you're in Miami, it's bikini season year round. Like you feel this pressure to always, always like, like, I don't like talking about this really, but like look perfect in society standards. Like most people in Miami are like in amazing shape and are like picture perfect in society standards. And for me, it was really hard because I already struggled a lot with body image and comparison. And so it was really, really tough coming here and I really struggled with that a lot. But when I moved to Miami, I definitely went through a little adjustment phase. But from there on, it was like kind of up and down. I had moments where I got uncomfortable and I wanted to move. And then basically like this past year, I think I told you guys this, like I broke up with my boyfriend of four years and I dated this guy for all of college. I literally met him the first week of school. And I think it's been like It's been interesting for me because, yeah, like I've healed from it. But I also think now that I'm moving, all these old memories are flooding back into my mind. And like nostalgia is hitting me really hard about like that relationship, like friendships like that I no longer have. It's like the weird almost like self-sabotage in a way where it's like your mind remembering things you no longer have like feeling of loss when I know I'm in a much better place now with a much better relationship and situation that's right for me and all this stuff but point of the story is like it's a very uncomfortable phase right now and I'm moving to New York City for anyone who's wondering I'm moving in like literally a week you guys it's freaking insane I'm really excited but I think it's just been like hitting me so hard the past week I mean I'm on my period too so like that never helps but if you're feeling like how I'm feeling and you're going through a period of change maybe you just graduated from college or you graduated from high school or you started a new job or you got an internship whatever maybe you got out of a relationship and a new relationship I don't know anyway point being it is it's challenging and I want anyone going through a period of change to just know that it's okay to feel uncomfortable, to feel upset, emotional, nostalgic, feel like, why am I remembering all these memories now? Why am I like, why am I all of a sudden so emotional? Like, it's okay. It's fine. Don't like let yourself feel emotions. That's what I've been doing. I've been like crying every day, millions of times. I'm just like, it's fine. But I have a little piece of advice for you guys if you're in a period of change. Like, that's the whole point of the episode is I want to share some advice that I'm using to help myself cope. And the first piece of advice you probably can imagine is letting yourself just feel. Letting yourself let memories just happen, tears happen. Just, like, not suppressing that. Because something else I realized today I was like on the hammock laying reading a book or not even reading a book I was gonna read a book and then I started feeling like really sad and I just like cried 
I realize I haven't processed a lot of the memories I've had in Miami and experiences and situations. I think that's why a lot of this stuff is coming back up for me. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is because I haven't fully processed it. I haven't let myself. And this goes for like anything in life. It's like when you have something happen that's either traumatic or something that just affected you. It's really, really easy to want to push it away and not feel it. But like it always comes back. And right now it's coming back hard for me. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to like let myself just have the feelings. And something else that was really helpful that I just did in terms of like letting the feelings happen is I just like went all the way back to the second I moved to Miami and like went through what happened. And I like looked at what happened that was good, what happened that wasn't so amazing. And I just like let myself just like go through memory lane and just let the memories happen that needed to come up to the surface and all the feelings come up to the surface that were just hiding down low just remembering things and maybe if you feel like just like remembering it's not going to do enough you could journal about it or even grab your phone and do like a little voice memo and just like reflect about your your time and like something that is really cool and I, I literally just had this realization is like this is like an era of your life I like to call them eras I think it's kind of fun so Miami was an era for me. There were many eras within Miami, but overall it was, it was a time of my life and I grew a ton as a person. And it's like really cool because I just now found my vision board, not found, it's been on my desk the whole time, but I just looked at my vision board that I made this time last year. And you guys, literally every single thing on my vision board came true, except for like the pictures of Europe, but like those will come true eventually. But it was really, really cool to just like look at that and see how far I've come this past year and just feel a lot of closure in the sense that I've done what needs to be done here and this chapter is closing, but like I always will have the memories and that's okay. And like there's so many more to come and as someone who has moved so much of their life, it always works out this way. It's always really hard leaving a chapter, but Once you leave the chapter, don't look back. Go to the next chapter. It's like how you read a book. Do you reread chapters? Like, no. You typically will just continue on. And like, that's the best thing you can do for yourself, for your mental sake, is like, keep moving forward. Don't look back. And just embracing the present moment because the present moment will become a memory. Me laying on the hammock 10 minutes ago is now a memory. And that's what's like so cool. And a lot of the times I think we can feel some we feel like we are missing out on life, but in reality, it's because we're not focused on what's in front of us. So that's like a whole other topic. 
But yeah, the first thing is like really reflect on your era. And then the second thing is I want you to journal, but I also want you to make sure during this time period you are really taking care of yourself. And I think like these time periods can be really, really hectic and busy. Like when you're moving, it's a lot of physical energy. It's a lot of mental energy. It's a lot of decision making, a lot of things that are new that have never happened before. Like, okay, I'm sorry, but like going to Home Depot and getting like a nail wall filler thing, I literally don't even know how to do that. And that's like kind of like a whole thing because it's like having to learn how to do new stuff and how to be an adult. Like it's hard to move out start something new even with a new job like learning how it's like it's called learning curve for a reason like learning how to do something new and like taking care of yourself because that period's always the hardest time so things that I like to do for taking care of myself that are like really simple and don't feel like they require a ton of effort when you're already feeling overwhelmed is really just prioritizing your sleep I was listening to a really cool episode today um it was like a podcast episode on the skin confidential um I can't remember the guy oh my gosh who it was talking. Let me actually pull that up really fast so that I can tell you guys this and give you some awesome insight. Okay, I literally had to pause the podcast for that. It's Andrew Huberman. I can't butcher that. Andrew Andrew Huberman on the Skinny Confidential. It's an episode all about sleep hormones and like light. So I really liked it because Something that I have not been prioritizing and I'm realizing that is making sure that my sleep cycle is consistent most evenings and basically I haven't been shutting off my electronics or my lights at a reasonable hour which actually affects the quality of sleep that I'm getting as well as caffeine intake. So it's as simple as just making sure that you're getting a good quality amount of sleep each night and like yes I'm sure you've heard this 50,000 million times but like Actually, though, when you think about it, if you have a bad night of sleep, it affects your mood, it affects your hunger, it affects your cravings, it affects your physical health, it affects your energy, it affects your relationships, literally affects your decision making, affects freaking everything in your life. So make sure you're getting enough sleep, right? Like you want to be and feel like the best version of yourself. And it all starts with how you're recovering each night and resetting your body. And that comes to your sleep. The second thing I wanted to point out there is making sure you're hydrated. I know for me, it's like summertime in Miami. It's like 100 degrees outside. And sometimes when I'm moving and like doing stuff, I forget to drink water. So it's really important if you're like me, make sure you're drinking water every 30 minutes. If you forget, set water alarms. I'm not even joking. Make sure your body's hydrated because once again, when you're hydrated, you feel like your best self and you feel a lot more clear-minded, a lot more energized and just less like icky inside, you know? And then something else I like for self-care is honestly doing stuff that makes me feel confident in my physical appearance, like as superficial as that might sound. I don't freaking care. Like I'm all about feeling good in my body and like, I don't know about you, but you should as well. You deserve to feel good in your body. And for me, I actually posted a TikTok about this, about how to get out of a funk. And one of the things I said was curl your eyelashes. This whole week, I've been curling my eyelashes and putting mascara on like every single day. And I also found in my bathroom this eyebrow gel that's like slightly tinted. And I've been putting it at my eyebrows. Like the combination of the two things has just like, I don't know, it just like makes me just feel better in my body and my skin and just feel confident. So like that's been definitely helping a lot too with like the mood and with the transition, just feeling good. And then my last little tip in terms of 
going through a transitional phase is before you transition and before, or like even if you have transitioned, it's making sure that you are figuring out what your best, the best version of yourself now does. So like example, like let's say I moved to New York City and I don't really have a plan in store for like a routine and I'm in a new city, I feel overwhelmed and most likely I wouldn't put myself first because that's just how I, how I am as a person as I always do the things that like are not about me, which can honestly not be good because then I like burn out really easily. But something that can be helpful is right now, just like writing down what would your amazing best self version of you do right now to make yourself feel put together and feel like you have your shit together. So like write down your ideal morning and night routine and it can be so simple and I would start really small, but like start to set routines in your new environment and in your new city or new house right off the bat because I'm not even joking. It's a lot harder to start something after you've been in a cycle for a while. So if you're like changing things up, changing environments, changing work schedules, like from the get-go, I would just be disciplined and hard on, not hard on yourself, but like very disciplined in the sense that like you know what you need and you should do it for you. No one else. Do it for you and for your own health inside and out. So it's like setting, taking small steps every day to move the needle. That's kind of been my motto for the past few weeks. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot easier to grab my phone at night and stay up until 1 a.m. FaceTiming my boyfriend than to be really like disciplined and say, look, I need to go to bed right now. So I feel like the best version of myself tomorrow and actually go to sleep. Like that's an example of how you can take a small step. Maybe just moving your sleep schedule forward 15 minutes. You go to bed 15 minutes earlier. And the next night, maybe move it forward five minutes. Like slowly moving the needle to doing things that make you feel really good. And not going too insane at first. Not being like, oh my gosh, like my job starts on Monday. I'm going to have like a crazy 5 a.m. morning routine where I go to a workout class and then go on a two-hour walk, blah, blah, blah. You know, just be very, like be, be reasonable with yourself. Like, you lose trust. It's really easy to give up when you lose trust in yourself and when you don't show up for yourself because it's like dating somebody. Why on earth would you trust your boyfriend or girlfriend if they went about just like cheating on you every single weekend when they said that they were going to show up and hang out with you. Like, let's just say, if, let's just like make an example of like your boyfriend or girlfriend has dinner plans with you and has, and ends up bailing and you find out that they were like hooking up with somebody else. It, that's like the exact same thing. I mean, not the exact same thing, but it's very similar to when you make commitments to yourself and you bail on yourself because you take the easier, not easier, but you take a route that just isn't as good for you. So yeah, there's like a difference between not having energy to do something versus laziness, laziness in my opinion. And it's like, it's all like a fine line, right? Like it's all a fine line about not being like restrictive with yourself, but also being a little bit disciplined with yourself. Because if you just only rely on your motivation and your like, in the moment decisions, then 
chances are you're not going to stay consistent with your and get to your goals because as humans, like we fluctuate every single day. And like, for, I know for me, some days I'm super motivated and some days I'm not. And if I have a set goal and I'm like, you know what, Callie, like every day you're going to do this to get closer to your goal. I'm so much more likely to show up for myself and to do it than if I didn't have a plan or if I didn't have any goals. So I hope you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying to be super restrictive and mean to yourself and like bully yourself if you don't make it to class one day, whatever. I'm literally just saying like, you, my gorgeous queen, you have every capability to get where you want to be and to set new routines and to hold yourself accountable and to show up to your workouts and to not fall off track. I promise you are capable of it. You just have to start to rebuild the trust with yourself. And that all starts with baby steps. And that just leads me into my next super fun announcement is we have our June um, sweaty summer quickie challenge happening at the my online Pilates studio. So basically this challenge is you're, cre- you're completing three quickie workouts per week and three hot girl walks. So the quickie workouts are listed under each week and each week has a different focus area to get stronger. So like your abs, your booty, arms, legs, and all the workouts are pretty short so they can fit in any person's lifestyle, especially if you're starting a new routine and you're like, I literally cannot squeeze in a 50 minute workout with my schedule freaking I get it like I get it so this this challenge is meant for you and hot girl walks if you don't know what hot girl walk is it's literally you're strutting around town or on your treadmill or wherever you walk and you're either listening to a podcast like this one that makes you feel really motivated and just educated and amazing or some music that just like hypes you up makes you feel confident or just not listening to anything at all maybe you FaceTime a friend or you just are walking in silence and meditating whatever can be anything you want it to be it's all about walking doing something that makes you feel good so anyway that's the challenge you can sign up I will link it in the show notes if you have any questions please reach out to me on Instagram at healthy but human pod and yeah, I literally am so excited for this challenge, you guys. I think it's going to be awesome for all of us going through some transitional phases right now. I know I'll be doing the challenge, so I hope you join me. And yeah, but you guys, I really hope this episode helped you a lot. I, I know I rambled a little bit, and I'm sorry if that was like annoying. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm apologizing right now. But anyway, I hope you I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this helps you a little bit. I'm always here for you, by the way. Like, I want you to know if you're going through it and you feel like very just all over the place and not grounded and like freaked out about the new transitional phase. Like you're not alone. I promise you. There's so many of us that are going through it too. And I'm seriously always here for you. And I have an episode with a guest coming out very soon that is all about this topic as well that I think you will really like. So I'm going to keep kind of pushing this content since a lot of us are going through it. And yeah, but I really hope you love this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Healthy Be Human Pod. And if you're feeling really nice and kind, leave a review. It makes me very happy when you guys do that. Like I love seeing the reviews and I love seeing all of your feedback. It's awesome. And oh my gosh, one final announcement, you guys. I launched an app for the Sweaty Studio. And also if you want to check it out and you like it, if you could leave a review on that too, that helped me a lot. 
seriously I always feel weird like asking for people to leave reviews but you guys are like my friends and it'd be really really awesome and like that'd mean that we could reach more people and change more lives in the better and yeah so anyway I'm getting like awkward but I'm gonna go anyway I hope you have the best day ever my gorgeous queen I hope you love this episode I promise we'll be doing a self-check-in on the next episode I know I literally forgot that if you are like in need of a self-check-in I do them every Monday on my Instagram I'm sweaty and I know it I know I have like five accounts on Instagram follow just bear with me so that's where we do self-check-ins we'll do one on the next episode I promise I promise but yeah I hope you're the best day you're awesome and stay sweaty my gorgeous queen keep being amazing everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.